want to stand over on this side because that sun is shining right in your eyes. All right, Carl. We're talking to youngsters now who are coming out for baseball. A lot of them, uh, yes, little leaguers. Some of them high school kids, and you'd be surprised. A lot of them in high school do not know much about this game. As far as you're concerned, are there any physical assets that you feel make a good hitter? And we're talking about eyes, reflexes, strength in arms and legs and things like that. Well, I think hitting is the most difficult accomplishment in all sports. Uh, you have a ball throwing at you approximately at 100 miles an hour and you have to hit it. Uh, the only sport that comes close to it, of course, is tenor, tennis and you have a uh, wider racket. Uh, I don't think that uh, anyone is really mastered the art of hitting to a point where you can eliminate slumps or you can improve someone from being a 220 hitter to a 320 hitter. I think it has to be, number one, a talent which you're born with, and more important is that a talent that you develop continually from an early age of 9, 10, right on up to your retirement through the big leagues. Uh, development of a swing uh, is important. Uh, by development, I mean constantly playing baseball, stickball, uh, just swinging a bat, a lead bat, swing any type of bat, so you get your swing into a groove. Uh, by doing this at all times, of course, it helps to strengthen your arms and wrists and uh, sharpen up your reflexes. As uh, far as being able to teach a youngster the fundamentals of hitting and uh, how they're supposed to address themselves at the plate and set themselves up. Uh, a few basic things what you have, but you really can't go beyond that because the youngster himself has to figure it out. As far as Blue League is concerned, and a youngster before 14, 15 years old, the only thing which he wants to do is to play a lot, to swing, and to learn the strike zone. Uh, when you become juniors, seniors in high school, now you start a little bit more about thinking about hitting, making contact, and developing some type of style. Uh, but there again, this is not always the way it works. Uh, myself, personally, I never developed to, uh, I was a freshman in college, as far as hitting goes. Uh, I could always throw the ball, uh, and I pitched mostly. And I guess just the long hours of practice paid off, and uh, all of a sudden uh, I was a hitter. Mm -hmm. But up until then, I had to struggle. All right, but Carl, what about, for instance, a bat? There are a lot of kids, and I th I've heard even major leaguers changing bats. They, they don't even seem to uh, to know even up to that point. Well, what kind of a bat, what's the criteria for it? A bat has to uh, be light and one that you can handle. And a hitter always should choke up a fraction of an inch because by choking up a little bit, you balance the bat off. A bat is always going to be top heavy or end heavy. Mm -hmm. So by choking up maybe half an inch, uh, you eliminate this top heaviness. But by using a light bat, you get tremendous width and tremendous quickness. This supplies the distance and the power. It's not because the bat is heavy that you're going to hit a ball far. Yeah, granted, if a big, strong guy, say like Allen of the White Sox, mm -hmm. can swing a 36-ounce bat, 37-ounce bat with the same speed, he can swing a 32-ounce bat, the ball is going to carry further. But there again, it's the speed that you generate with your swing, and by controlling the bat with a light bat, you make better contact of the ball. 
Carl, what then does a thick-handled bat do for a hitter, and what does a thin-handled bat do for a hitter? Well, of course, a thin-handled bat, uh, you more or less uh, have a little more tendency to pull the ball. I think uh, you're flying the head out, or the head, I mean, the end of the bat, a little quicker than you would a uh, thick-handled bat. Usually a thick-handled bat is on a barrel bat, and uh, there again, uh, a hitter will use it who's more or less a punch hitter or a line drive hitter. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, I don't think that's important, though. I just think that uh, feeling comfortable in a person's hand is the most important thing. All right. When you get to a big league stage, there again, now you're talking, you know your ability, uh, you know what you can do with it. Uh, if you're not a big, strong guy, you're going to go to a thick handle bat, a barrel bat, and try choking up and punching the ball, but not in high school age. And yet they've got, they're making all kinds of bats for kids to select on that high school uh, level. I think just a, a bat that should be used is one that's light and uh, very comfortable in the person's hand. Uh, if you have a small hand, let them use a small uh, handle. If he has a large hand, I go to the medium bow where you feel comfortable. Okay, well, let's go into a stance for a little bit. What is an open stance and what is a closed stance? as far as you're concerned? Well, there again, we get fairly technical by using stances. Uh, I don't really want to go into open, closed stance. I think uh, the main thing uh, is to get your momentum going towards the pitcher. Uh, if you can do this from an open stance, fine. If you can do it a closed stance, fine. Uh, use it, uh, whatever's comfortable. But the big thing is to develop that uh, shoulder and hip going towards the pitcher and exploding all at once. Uh, if you're using an open stance and you're bailing out and into the bucket, then uh, I would suggest you try closing your stance a little, maybe drive yourself uh, more towards the pitcher. All right, now I just got something out of you that was really valuable as far as I'm concerned. You talked about the shoulders and the hips exploding to that pitch. Now that means a lot to me, and that means a lot to those kids who are listening right now, because I tell you, I'll bet you 99% of those kids down there never heard that terminology, but boy, I'll bet their ears open, and they want to know now, what something like what you would mean by that? But let's so let's make it simple for them. Well, hitting the most important thing is waiting on the ball. Now, by mean by waiting on the ball, you don't go out and get the ball. You stand completely still in the box and let the ball come to you. And as the ball is coming on its way, then you explode all at once. You're not striding out to go get the ball because by striding out, you're lunging at the ball. Therefore, it's going to slow your swing down. Everyone thinks by getting way out in front and using their body, they're going to be quicker. Actually, you're slowing yourself up. The trick in hitting, and uh, which, if you're lucky, if you have it of a 162-game schedule, you have it 50 times during a year, is to wait and explode all at once. Putting all at once, you wait, you have a compact swing, and then you turn it, lift holders, the hands, everything work together. Because hitting is hands. That's one of the questions I was going to ask you. How are the hands as compared to the shirt? The hands are the most important thing. I think just the those are uh, an accent piece of you that would say, your hands free, you have to use your hands. I know you're talking with a high school boy, uh, a little trying to be so tense, mm -hmm. and you, therefore it slows their swing down. If you can relax, flip the bat at the ball by a nice swing, easy swing. Uh, this is where you have fun. You're not going to see it at an early age because you're not strong enough for this groove. And then physically, as you become stronger, you'll... Uh, right now, when I work with this 12-year-old little leaguer and his friends, uh, see with them is that they're all trying to hit the ball, have their shoulders turned in their big clothes, and they squeeze the bat hard, thinking that this is going to do. What I try to do with my son is just and to relax, to use his hands. I don't want him to, want him to be nice and comfortable, uh, not trying to twist. Have a good, easy, free swing.